Hello and welcome back to International Love Story, a podcast about long distance and multicultural relationships. My name is Christina and I hope you guys are having an amazing day or morning or afternoon, wherever you are right now. I am so excited to introduce today's couple in this uh, episode. Just for you to know, before we start and before we jump into it, we had to record this episode in um, two parts because um, Roman and Delia, so this is the couple I am going to interview, they're from Germany, so Roman is from Germany and Delia is from Uganda. And Uganda doesn't have always the best internet connection, so we got interrupted a couple of times in between. It actually took a while for me to prepare this podcast episode in order for you guys to have the best quality possible. Um, I just hope that, yeah, you are going to enjoy this episode besides the fact that we recorded it and two, and besides the one or the other distraction in between, but the story they're telling is just amazing. I literally, I felt like talking to friends while interviewing them, and I would describe them as a power couple. So please stay tuned, listen to the whole episode, um, leave us some feedback, what you think about this episode. You know it, find us on Instagram or on Facebook, International Love Story. And I'd say let's just dive directly into it and let's welcome Roman and Delia. So welcome to the show, guys. I'm super excited to get to know you and to get to know your story a little bit better. And um, yeah, what I normally do is everyone who's listening to the podcast um, knows that we normally start with a little introduction. Who are you? Where are you from? What are you doing? Like, tell us all about you. My name is Delia Nalukwago and I'm from Uganda. I'm 31 years old and I am a med tech uh, entrepreneur. I am Roman's fiance. Yeah, what else? I think that's pretty much it. That sums me up in a nutshell. I didn't know that you got engaged, guys. Congratulations. When did this happen? Thank you. <laughs> it happened in June, but we wanted to keep it private. So that's probably why you didn't see anything on the travel swirl. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes. I didn't. Amazing news. It was a very emotional, very heartfelt uh, moment and we just wanted to keep it to ourselves <laughs> for quite a while but let's get let's get back to that later so uh roman as i said you are currently living in germany but i guess like oh my god i'm so excited like those are amazing news but let's start with you roman who are you what are you doing where are you from okay my name is roman stöcker I come from Aachen, Germany, it's near Cologne. Maybe Cologne is more um, known by everyone here in Germany. And 
around. I'm an educator in a childcare home and a part-time actor and um, do a few, few acting jobs. And I um, act in a castle, medieval castle nearby and do some medieval show uh, fighting stuff and something like this. And yeah, I'm in my, my free time, I'm working on a, a lot of projects. Right now, I um, rebuild a camper van so that <laughs> we, <laughs> we hopefully uh, can do a nice trip in September. That's pretty much myself. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking uh, last time already. Um, Delia, by the way, when I talked to Roman last time, yeah. uh, he was he was telling me a little bit more about you. Um, also, facts I really didn't know that you that you studied in China, that you lived in China, yes. and he was like, he was he was so in love, oh. like his eyes were sparkling when he talked about you, oh. and it was just like. And then hearing the news that you guys recently got engaged, I mean, everything matches up. I know I'm just jumping right into yes, it, but I just, oh, I love it. It's just like, um, so I, I really don't know where to start because this got me by surprise, to be honest. Um, but <laughs> yeah, let's talk about your engagement first. And let's, let's start, start in the middle. Let's start, <laughs> let's start there. Like what happened? <laughs> well, I mean, we did want to keep it just to ourselves. I mean, it's, We are trying to build this brand on Instagram, but we're worried that maybe somewhere along the line, some things will get lost in, you know, and lost out there. So we made a conscious decision to keep some of those very, um, what do I call it? Those very surreal moments to ourselves, like, for instance, our engagement, or if I in the future, God willing, when I give birth or, you know, like those very life changing moments, we try to be careful about sharing too much. But in a nutshell, it was great. Um, it was just me and Roman. I had no idea. And I don't know how he managed to do that because I'm always around the clock all around him. <laughs> we do everything together when we are together because we are a long distance couple and we only get a few weeks, a few weeks in a year together. So when we're together, it's like, we're like super glue, but somehow he managed to pull it off. <laughs> and yeah. It was in, when, when you visited Germany a couple of weeks ago, right? This is when he proposed. No, when I was there, the, la the last time I was in Uganda. Ah, okay. In June. Okay. My, around my birthday. Ah. And you really had no idea. Yes, which is crazy because I'm always on the lookout. <laughs> <laughs> so noisy, this girl. No hard to hide something. Yeah, I can understand. I mean, a general woman, a little bit curious, especially when it comes to things like this. But you did very well, apparently, Roman. So you can tap yourself on your shoulder, like, well done. He did good. He did good. Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, as I said before, we we quite just like jumped right into the middle, basically where you guys are at right now, like mm. being engaged. And um, if we go yes. back a few months, um, how how did you meet? Because this is what I normally start the conversation with. What what happened before? Like what happened in the last few months? That leaded you to where you guys are at right now. Oh, um, this is a quite <laughs> interesting and long story. Go ahead, I have time. <laughs> We met last year in in twenty second of April online at a dating platform, and uh, this girl texted me the first. Hello there, <laughs> Mister. How are you? And I replied, and this was the start of something very special. And uh, yeah, we we started to to text a lot, and what a, it goes very quick that we we talked from the morning until the evening, mm -hmm. sent text messages, voice messages, and it got more and more. Yeah. And. Um, It doesn't take that long that it was the first thing I've done to to open my my phone when I wake up and have a look if there's some some nice message from Delia for me or I sent her something wish her a nice good morning and wish her a nice day and hopefully we can catch up in the evening or something like this we started to make some plans when we got to know each other and yeah at one point we we started to to be serious huh? so we both were on this this um dating platform for a reason yeah that we we find our big love and start a new chapter in our life and yeah all this this things around we checked off very quick so we both want to have kids we both have a lot of things in common we both have a lot of things very are different but this is definitely not a problem it's the opposite so i can learn from delia so much and she uh, and she can learn something from me and this is something what i've really yeah. really like in our relationship and i think we do a very good job so far what do you think delia i think we do good <laughs> <laughs> that's good <laughs> it's been quite an amazing journey uh sometimes when i'm hanging with roman yes. i feel like i've known this dude for ages But it's only been a year and a half. <laughs> I remember when I was little, yeah. when I was in high school, not even high school, just recently when I was in university, I was getting older and older and older. And I was thinking, damn. So it's usually the normal thing, the normal trajectory of relationships that I've seen around me is that you have to know somebody for like five, six, seven, eight years before it's like, okay, legit, we're going to get married and it's going to be successful. So I was worried, like, I don't have eight years to get to know somebody. <laughs> so I was a little concerned about that, but I was really glad that when we, just from the, instantly from our first communication, 
there was that you could feel it. There was yes. an in, it was an instant yes, match, and I think what helped us <laughs> was uh, four things. Number one, we have a lot in common, just in our personalities mm-hmm. and what our likes and dislikes and etc. and our family values. Number two, we are so different. It's like night and day. It sounds like a mm-hmm. paradox, but we are very alike, but also extremely different. Like our culture difference, our um, age difference, our yeah. background, our education, etc. And then the third is that we, well, we are attracted to each other. <laughs> That's also equally as important. But then we also had a shared vision for the future. I think if one of these things were missing, I don't know if the bond would have progressed that fast, let alone be that strong. When you got no, when right. you guys signed into this dating app, did you expect like did you honestly expect something like this might happen or what was your intention originally when you signed in? Roman? <laughs> <laughs> so I was uh impressed from from Delia's uh, move to to text me and it take a while that I realized okay this girl is actually now sitting in Kampala Uganda and texting with me in Aachen Germany that was crazy until I've realized I said okay wow it's too late <laughs> this is uh, Hell fucking far away. <laughs> a little bit, and a little bit. <laughs> yes. Never expected a uh, long distance relationship. Never thought about it. Mm-hmm. But um, after we, we, we talked about how it can be um, and we, we talked about it and we were worried, worried about uh, it, it Uh, for some days but then we we got back online um yeah i think it helped us too to go through all of this and get a very special bond Mm -hmm. for me it's the first time i have a long distance relationship and it was your first time doing doing online dating too right yes Uh definitely yeah this too and yeah in the first time you have only talking and sharing yourself and the longest time we we talked in a row was 12 hours without without hanging up so crazy so crazy and yeah it took us uh, seven months that we we met the first time so you can imagine how much time we had to talk and Mm each other through uh, all the apps we use uh, so we must be very creative sometimes because of some bad connections from here or bad connections in Uganda yeah you must be very creative in in this long distance relationships to get it in in touch and um, keep it on moving You can't say, okay, today I'm lazy and I don't care about no, no, no. When you come home, when I come home, Delia is not mm-hmm. here. Look, very short phases where you are together. So I'm an employee, so I have uh, 
special amount of uh, holidays and it's planned through all out the whole year and yeah it's something very special and i've never thought that uh, i can handle it but for us it was the best definitely how was it for you delia um was it the first time you tried online dating my experience so this is one of those things where we're so different roman and i <laughs> my experience is the complete opposite of romans i only almost only ever online dated roman and i yes complete opposite experiences this is one of those things where he and i vary completely like almost the extreme end of the spectrum my experience before i met roman was predominantly online most of my relationships and encounters had predominantly been from online because Well, I've been living in China for 11 years. I went there when I was 18 and come coming as a teenager living on my own for the first time in a huge and fast-growing country like China. My entire dating and love discovery as a young woman started there. And China, for those that haven't been there, the misconception is that it's a lot of Chinese and and very few foreigners but it's a melting pot of it's kind of like a international hub now because all the the entire world is kind of like you know eyeing china so you get a lot of people from all over the world there a lot so it's really an international hub and most of the international people there aren't there to get in serious relationships most of them are there for like an adventure or focusing on school or work and they're out so a lot of the guys there that I was, you know, into weren't really inclined to wasting their China China adventure on getting stuck in a long, you know, I don't know, any place you have a lot of people that are not originally from there, but they're there for a specific experience or, you know, so in a nutshell, not no very few people that are international are there to settle down. Because eventually they have the, the they would have to go back to their home countries, so you can imagine the dating landscape there is very casual, very flaky, very fickle, very wishy washy, and also, uh, people are extremely on the move there. So online dating, I think, was the normal way to meet people for a lot of us international people in China. So I had mostly been online dating, uh, but of course with no success. I hadn't met my soulmate, but I was dead set on meeting my soulmate. I didn't want to settle. Uh, the thought of living, of, you know, getting tied down with somebody that you know just isn't your person, I couldn't stomach it. I had a few experiences where my friends would tell me, no, Delia, just go for him. Like, he has money or whatever. He has this career or whatever. You're not staying young forever. Just tie him in, like trick him or do something to get him stuck with you and get married. That kind of mindset just never sat well with me. And so I went on and on. And in 2020, when COVID hit, I was back in Uganda and I was like, oh, okay, let's just give this online dating thing one more try. <laughs> 
And lo and behold, I finally met my soulmate. <laughs> so I'm glad it all paid off because as a woman, it was a really tough journey going through all these ups and downs with all sorts of different characters, you know? Yeah. But is it like, um, was it the first time for you making the move and writing someone? Or are you just a very direct person? And you're like, you saw his pictures and you were like, he is cute. Let me text him. He seems to be a nice person. Like, what, what made you texting him first? Girl, uh, by that point, I was, I was not the damsel little princess anymore, you know? You have to put your, your, you know, you have to put yourself in my, sh in the shoes or in the mind of someone that has been doing this for years on end in a place where they're living alone with no family, no concrete support system. Sure, I had some close friends, but it's not the same as having your family around where you drive around every day and you can point like, that's the place I went to school with. That's the, it does something to you. You kind of, become a bit hardcore. <laughs> so uh, also because I was living in Africa <laughs> and he was all the way in Germany, I knew I have to make the first move because I am browsing in Germany, but the person is not necessarily browsing in Africa. So I have to make the first move to to get their attention and then they can text me back. Does that make sense? Because online dating apps usually have that radius thing. You can browse uh, the, the matches that will come to your, mostly people are in your locale, in your city. Mm -hmm. But if you want to browse through, browse people, uh, you know, if you want to chat with people in other countries around the world, You have to pay for a premium. And that's what I did. I paid for a premium and I was like, okay, let's check out what's happening in Germany. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Germany. Yeah. Let's, let's just check what's happening in Germany. <laughs> I kinda, okay, I'm going to be honest. I, I kind of wanted to be with a German guy, honestly, because I had had so many German friends in Beijing and I had met different people from all over the world. But German people, for some reason, were always consistently very level-headed, very responsible, great work ethic, um, honest. They're, even girlfriends, girls, boys, every German person I met, they had those things in common. And they kind of resonated with me. I kind of liked that. So if I was, if I had to spin the globe and <laughs> think about where would I want the person I want to spend the rest of my life with to come from. I asked myself this question. I was like, you know what? I think, I think I'll be happy live, you know, with a German guy because they're in my experience, they German people, both female and male just prove themselves to be very, yeah, very level-headed people, very good people. Of course, that is not a rule. It's I know people Aww. are different. There's always exceptions. But in my own experience, that was the experience mm -hmm. I had had. Okay, that's interesting. So I specifically browsed in Germany. But when you browse in another country, the other person is not browsing in your country. So the chances of him 
landing on your po- profile are very slim. So that's the reason, that's another reason mm. why I had to make the first move. And it mm. also is good because I don't mind making the first move, but in my African mm-hmm. culture, it's not appreciated. They see it as, oh, you're too aggressive or you're too masculine. But when I know I'm talking with European people, I can be myself. I can make the first move and I don't have to worry about them judging me for being mm. too unfeminine or, you know, whatever crazy stereotypes they have of us here. And obviously, I mean, uh, you used to live in China, so you've stepped out of your comfort zone a couple of times already. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess that made it easier. It's it's just like I, I love how you are um, describing your your dating experience with the German. Obviously, uh, you were very successful with that um, because I I can't agree to that. So <laughs> I met bad experience with dating Germans. Yeah. <laughs> so everything you just said, I was like, wow, that's the perspective of of someone like outside yes. of us. This is like this is so cool. I love listening to you. <laughs> I think you're kind of like me, but in the reverse, right? Like, um, you appreciate uh, intercultural experiences. They, you've in your core, you feel like it makes you richer. So, if you have that in your core, there's you're bound to prefer something out out there, you know? Because I think I was the same. Yeah. I think I was the same. I hear, well, I, for instance, I have German girls that love the Ugandan boys. I have a few friends that have, that are married to Ugandan men. And they tell me all these wonderful things about Ugandan men. And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Which Uganda? The same one I'm from? I don't know. Can we can we please meet in person, Delia, with a with a glass of wine, and then we keep on Absolutely. chatting about it? Like, this is so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Roman, sorry, you're excluded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I know this. I know this. No, I love it. It's just like I I just like to to listen to other perspectives as well. Uh, also, especially when it comes to to my nationality, and I guess Roman was surprised as well when he suddenly got this message from the other side of the world, and he didn't expect it at all. And he was like, "What the heck?" <laughs> yeah, he thought I was a scammer. Yeah, we laughed about it, and we we talked about it. Maybe it's Igor in Russia who wants to <laughs> scam money from me. All this stuff um, you you talk about before. <laughs> Or you hear about, ah, yeah, maybe here and there, and they want to get in touch with you. And, oh, I need money. Send me money. So we laughed about it. And we, we uh, checked this <laughs> off that it's uh, something real. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what you just said, like checking out if it's something real. I mean, It is real. Um, how long did it take for you to realize how real it is? Was it right away from the beginning? Or w- was there a specific point where you were both like, okay, that's it. And let's get very serious about it. It takes a bit. 
Yeah, so at first we, we, we chatted only, then the, the first phone call comes up and it becomes more and more in our, our um, relationship, our bond. And then there was this weekend, I think, where we talked about, okay, let's get this serious uh, question on the plate. If this will be something serious, we must talk about how it's going to be. So we both were definitely on the same page that we don't want to have a long distance relationship forever. And we must check it off how we would manage it. And in this point, we both said, okay, we can't leave our home. So Delia has uh, her entrepreneurship there and all her um, companies she works on and especially her um, uh, healthcare app. At first she, she said, okay, I can't move to. And for me, it's the same. I'm employed here. I have here my, my roots. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think I'm, I'm more more not connected to my roots. That's the wrong word. But I was at this time not able to say, okay, I'm, I leave my family mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you've had this, this experience before. And uh, I was scared of course to 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 say okay yeah i, I leave here my family and mm. yeah then this this uh happens yeah, because and... for me i had already had like 11 years living in a country like china and traveling around yeah and for roman it was new i will give my very best too though so that we we can uh have it both. So, and I thought about, oh my gosh, this would be exciting. So, have two home home uh, sites here in Germany and one in Kampala, Uganda. Yeah, why not? It sounds so such a yeah great adventure and packed with so so much experiences and yeah, and then. It goes on and on and then there was this evening I was in Cologne with a very good friend of mine and I wrote her that well, I think I fell in love with you and uh, I know this day definitely. I can understand yeah I can I mean like um listening to you delia the you seem you seem to be very like joyful person i love listening to you like it's it's like like yeah it just makes me makes me happy listening to you so i can completely you understand why no i was like okay <laughs> i want this girl by my side i want to make it work and i guess roman you don't have or do you have any friends or family members who have been through something similar or that people that can relate to, to, to your relationship, to what you're having? Or was it basically, okay, whatever, let's try it out and let's just go for it because she's amazing. 
yes, I have definitely uh, some family members. So my uncle is married with a Filipino uh, artist and they live in, in Berlin. Um, my cousin and my male cousin and my female cousin, they moved to America. One of them is uh, married with an Iranian girl. My stepbrother from here is uh, related to a uh, Vietnam. Mm -hmm. So we are very multicultural. But for me, it was the first time to... to His family is already kind of like the little UN. <laughs> so we needed, we needed some representation from Africa. Hello. And the day, uh, Delia, uh, Roman was writing you, hey, I think I'm falling for you or I fell in love. Um, how do you remember this, this moment? For me, I knew earlier on that, oh my God, I think he's the one. I think this is the guy. Because I had, at that point, I knew exactly what I wanted. I'd been through enough experiences to kind of gauge that. And I knew, you know, when I started telling my mom and telling my sisters and showing everybody his photo and his acting videos, I was really excited about him and I loved showing him off. And I don't usually show off people if I know it's not serious because in our uh -huh. culture also... You don't just introduce your boyfriend to your mom. When you introduce a boyfriend to your mom, it's usually like, okay, when is the wedding? <laughs> That's how our culture is. But when I saw myself always excited and always finding excuses to bring his name into conversations... That's it. I knew like, okay, I think I'm really feeling this. Roman knows this, but I think it was about um, after one month. But I didn't tell him anything until after he told me that he loves me because psh, I don't want to be the first one to say it. <laughs> I was the first one to say hi. And I didn't want to be the first one to say it and risk him because this is a funny story. About two weeks, two, two, <laughs> About three weeks into our online dating, you know, relationship, I was telling him that I'm in love with him. I think I was narrating something from a movie or something. And then he misunderstood me. And then he tries to, you know, give me an education. Hey, young lady, this matters are not that you, you can't just joke about something like that. Love is something serious. And he lectures me about love and about how it's too early to say it because it's something you have to think through. And la, 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 la. I'm listening to this guy giving me this lecture <laughs> about love. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then a few weeks later, he's like, Dilly, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I had to rub it in. I was like, oh, baby, what happened to the lecture? Huh? Feels good to say the have hear the words and say them back and mean them because I've, i had had experiences where the words were told i, I mm -hmm. had heard the words but i didn't it, they didn't move me they didn't make me feel anything and then i felt like i had to say it back because i didn't want the other person to feel embarrassed before when i told you that i what I'm that was your intention yes, in the lecture <laughs> <laughs> Oh, in the lecture. And I always hear always this for us. Yes, when it's yes, about yes. how to, <laughs> how we get in touch. Yeah. She puts out all the weight. Absolutely. I'm going to be telling our grandkids about that. 
I mean, I understand. <laughs> I'm doing the same because uh, I mean, Nat and I we we are married, but we are married without that he ever proposed to me. And I I'll always tell him like, hey, you never proposed to me, and that's like somehow an insider already, like because I always rub it. You robbed me. Yeah, <laughs> I always rub it under his nose, as you would say in he German. He needs to do it one day. He needs to do it one he day has on his birthday to. or something. And yeah. You deserve it. Come on, girls. We spend our entire lives dreaming about that moment. You can't rob us. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we do. Nacho, I know you're hearing. You're He's sitting in the front right now, in the in the front of the car. But I mean, I'm going to play the recording to him. So keep on, keep on talking, please. <laughs> so he's feeling very bad now. Nacho, you gotta do it. <laughs> Christina deserves her dream proposal. <laughs> Girls, we spend our entire lives dreaming about this, mm-hmm. and you know you can't just let it fly by. It's not that. It's not something to you know pass by like that. It's it means a lot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, if you believe in love, that's true. Yeah, especially if you if you find find the person, if yeah. you find your soulmate, it's just like you just want everything to be perfect, and yes. this is just just part of it. Like, and then yeah. those things like the first time saying I love you, then the first time seeing each other in person. I mean, I know that you guys. I mean, you met online, yes. and then a couple of months later, you. Yes you saw each other for the first time and there was this attraction before by just talking on the phone and spending time together on distance and then you met and this is just something you will never forget like those little moments along your way you know and there's so much more to come yeah i've never felt my my heart beating so hard in this moment when i came out of the airport and could hug her and touch her and mm. feel her and oh. smell her. Everything that's lost the seven months before. So in the in the end, be, before we, we met, we had daily contact from the morning and until the evening. We shared every every single step we we've done throughout the day. Yeah. And yeah, I was so excited. It was a lot of things the first time for me. The first time intercontinental flight, the first time out of Europe, first time on Africa, the first time meeting Delia after seven months. In COVID. In, COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. When we met, first it met the world. I was so nervous. Uh, I was with my mom, so it was a little awkward that the first time I'm meeting this guy, I'm third wheeling with my mom. <laughs> my mom is third wheeling on it. Uh, but she, it, I, I was really glad to have her there because she was my rock and yeah. she was holding my hand and I was so nervous. I was sh- shaking. I was like, oh my God, there he is. Mommy, what do I do? What do I do? She's like, calm down. Just go to him. Give him a hug. I said, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Mm. <laughs> and so I walked to him and gave him the longest hug ever. I never wanted it to end. Oh, my gosh. I Oh, this experience was amazing. <laughs> like, I'd never 
had anything like that. Meeting the person you're so deeply in love with for the first time after only talking with them through the phone for seven months. I'd never had that either. So it was really great. And I was so shy and I was kind of like awkward. I can look him in the face. Oh, I was so excited. I just couldn't wait to get alone with him. How, how was it for your mom? Did you ever talk about it afterwards with your mom, um, how she felt when uh, you, you guys were going to the airport together, she holding your hand and uh, telling you, hey, it will be amazing. Like, um, in re-perspective, how was it for her? Do you know? Yes, we talk about it very openly. <laughs> so my mom, I've, I've tried to introduce guys to her before, but she's such a, we call her the, the queen diva. Every time I would try to introduce her, introduce guys to her in the past should always say like nope ain't nobody got time I don't have time I don't have time no 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 but with Roman for some reason I guess the same way I have chemistry with Roman she has some chemistry with him as well she thinks so she feels like she has some bond with him because she loves him everyone in my family just absolutely loves Roman Mm -hmm. So she was just as excited as I was when we were driving to the airport and she wanted everything to be perfect. Um, she wanted him to be comfortable. She had to check out the Airbnb that we we're going to stay in. And she was like, it has to be good for Roman. We, we had booked one before and she said, no, no, absolutely no. Roman can't live here. This is not good enough for Roman. Roman has So everything was about Roman, Roman, Roman. And she was so excited for me and she really loves him too like her own son so Aww. she was just as giddy and just as excited when he came and after hugging me she was like my hug my turn and then she hugged him yeah, too and, yeah <laughs> it was and really by the cute. way Delia's mom was uh, on top from the the very first time so And we had a lot of Zoom meetings before with her and with my mom. And so this connection yes. was very, very strong, even with the families. We had a lot of uh, Zoom talks and Zoom play evenings, play games. Great. We used to schedule our own couple Zoom dates. But then we also used to schedule family dates because it was also important. Roman is very family oriented. I'm very family oriented. So it was also important for our families to come into the long distance relationship with each other as well and uh, meet each other and get acquainted with each other. And yeah, so it was she was also just as excited to meet him after talking to him yeah. for the last seven months, <laughs> just like me. <laughs> This was in October 2020. That was the first time you guys met in person, no? November. I, yes. Yeah. So we, we had a lot of plans before where we would met. Mm -hmm. So the first thought about was, okay, let's, let's meet at a neutral place somewhere. So we have some, some nice experience together when we drive, uh, fly somewhere together where we both never been. And then in the beginning of October, uh, Uganda opens um, the, the airports again. And I said to her, to Delia, why should I, shouldn't I come to Uganda? So 
you are in your home country, you have your family, and maybe you feel a bit more secure yeah. to meet me the first time. So we have a lot of contact this yeah. last seven months, but you never know. So the, the physical chemistry can succeed or ruin everything when it doesn't work. And I've wanted her to, to feel yes. safe. And uh, yes, I've booked for 25 days everything. And I've never gotten plan B when it uh, doesn't work out because I've never had the feeling. But I want to give her the feeling that she mm -hmm. is in a safe place. Uh, so I've booked the Airbnb and she met me there. and. She had the chance when she feels something that's not good for her to say, okay, sorry, but I leave. Mm -hmm. And this is much more easier than we, mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. stay together in the Philippines in a hotel or something. That's, that's a good point. I mean, it's like, yeah, obviously the, the chemistry was there. You guys said, hey, I love you. Yeah, I love you too. But then... It's always something different to see each other the first time in person. It's it's just like, but in your case, it went more than good, to be honest. So we talked about how it is when we when we met the first time. And I said, okay, I think after that, the long distance will be easier to stay because you oh, know yeah. what you have. That's what he thought. Hell he thought no. <laughs> guys who listen this podcast forget it prepare that will be the hardest time you have it is how it is you can't say it nice it's hard i don't even know how we went through those seven months those seven months were a breeze but now even one month apart is like half sure. we can't do it <laughs> burning every day yes Yeah, because, I mean, you do have a goal, um, which we are going to talk about later on in, in this uh, podcast episode. But it's just like you get so used to each other, even though you're dating on distance. And then obviously, with every time you see each other in person, you even get to know each other even, even better um, because you do have the physical touch on all this, you know, and um, you're very attached I remember this feeling, even though if it has been, like, I'm just thinking, 2000, oh my God, 2015 we met, yeah, dating on distance, and it was, it was always, like, heartbreaking, and always, like, tears, and it was always, like, I don't know, like, thinking back, um, a very weird feeling, because at some point, obviously, you know that the time you're spending is not endless because at some point you have to say goodbye again. And um, this makes you appreciate, at least that's how I felt, appreciate the time you're together even more. But then at the same time, while you're together, you're also thinking about like, okay, counting the days and seven days, we have to say goodbye again. It's really hard. We always try yeah. to make a rule and promise mm. to each other, like, okay. The journey starts now. No talking about <laughs> airports or tickets going back or what it's going to be about going back until the actual week. So we actually ban each other mm -hmm. from talking about separating until the actual week. 
and it just helps us to be present. Yeah, it helps us to be present in the moment and just focus on enjoying each other's company. Does it does it work? Does it always work yes. or no, like but it works, baby. It does. Of course we slip up. Yes, we yes. Slip up sometimes. Sometimes I can mm -hmm. go think about it and Roman will catch me with tears rolling down my eyes and he's like are you okay and then he'll just instantly know like okay I think she just thought about the separation you know and then we won't talk about it <laughs> and mm -hmm. he'll just hug me and then we'll try mm -hmm. to change the topic yeah but it it mm -hmm. does help because then what else are you gonna do you're gonna just wallow in the despair of your thoughts throughout the entire time you miss out in the moment so we try to refrain from that and is there like do you set like a, t a time frame let's schedule every three or four months or how does it work in your case yes we we tried out after the first um, meeting when i fly, flew there said okay let's try out to to figure out that it's around two months in between so that the the time you can can easily count the time so i have an app a countdown app so that it shows okay in so much hours so much seconds and so much days we meet again so that you Let's go ahead with the second part of uh, the podcast. I'm welcoming Delia and Roman again. Um, we had a little interruption in between because things got a little bit crazy over there in Uganda. And I just learned from, from Roman that you never know what to expect over there so that things can, can get quite crazy and that uh, every day is quite uh, different, Delia. Is that right? That's that's absolutely right. I mean, if it's not the internet, it's the electricity. If it's not the electricity, it's something else. But we we do our best. <laughs> we always say when we can can stand all this stuff that hits us all this time, and in the end, it's worth it. And what else can come when we are finally together next year? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we didn't talk about that last time because um, the last thing we've talked about was basically um, you guys trying to see each other every two months, Yeah, which talking about that uh, plans changed again. Uh, you, Delia, you were supposed to be in um, Germany for you guys to attend a wedding. And then unfortunately, I'm really sorry because I just learned it from Roman that this actually didn't happen. So how are you guys, um, I mean, the conversation is leading to a different direction than it was supposed to be when we first recorded, but, but how, how did you, how do you guys deal with, like, first of all, in, like, the electricity problems, the internet problems in general, because I can only imagine how frustrating it is to schedule an appointment yes. and then it can't happen or the connection just breaks. And then yeah. also with things like, You, you had it all planned coming to Germany and it didn't work out. So do you have any advice what to do in situations like that? Um, you want to start? <laughs> um, 
I wish we knew what to do in situations like this. I don't know if we're qualified enough to give advice on this because we're still trying to figure it out ourselves. But we can only do what we can, which is to take each day as it comes. And when we need to scream, we just scream and then get over it. And then life goes on. And the thing is, the two of us are very reactionary people. We have very reactionary personalities, both of us. We're extroverts. <laughs> so when things go crazy, we, I, I, so far we're lucky that every time there's a challenge, of course there's those combined challenges that we have together. But so far when there's a huge challenge, at least it's one person or the other that's going through it so that the other can be the this person's support system if that makes sense yes so yeah. right now to just today i had a crazy day and then it was internet and then i got an accident on my way back and then so then roman can be there for me during my crazy time and so i could just go all out and scream and cry whatever it is that i need to do and when then roman is having his stuff I can be there for him because it's very rarely when both of us are going through stuff at the same time. Mm -hmm. Apart from the stuff that we go through together as a couple, for instance, that the, the fact that I wasn't able to join him this sept early this September, yeah. that was very devastating for both of us. And then in such cases, we're there for each other. We try to console each other the best way we can. But yeah, that's what we're trying to do currently. <laughs> yeah, so we try to give this emotions that come up in these situations when you're overwhelmed with something, something doesn't work out like you want. You let this emotion have the, its time and you try to support each other. And not to 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 focus and stay on this emotion because this time we have together is right now only through the internet, and this time we have we both are working the whole day and in the evening. We don't want to talk only about some problems. We want to support each other. We want to fill up both uh, each other's energy and have a good time so let this emotion have its time scream cry yeah whatever and then get over it it mm. it sounds a bit hard but yeah we we and this we definitely learned and we can advise guys long distance has a lot of more difficulties i think than when you grew up next to each other's door or you live in the same city. And especially because you are apart from each other. So when there's no electricity, you sit in the dark. When there's no internet, you talk to each other right now. We don't have this. And yeah, sometimes you struggle a bit more than you should. Yeah, but we always uh, support each other and yeah, for me it helps so much uh, to know, okay, Delia is uh, around 10,000 kilometers away, but 
when I call her and I need her support, she's there for me and I count on this and it helps a lot for me. So this is your way of, of being connected on distance. Obviously knowing that the other person will always be there no matter what, even though if you might not be able to talk right now, but as soon as you have the chance, it's... Yeah, fill it as good as possible with something good and positive and joyful. And definitely, even especially when this doesn't happen because of breaking internet or something or you know, bad connections, no electricity. This is very frustrating and stressful. But again, we learned to, to deal with it, try to be not too frustrated about some stuff that you can't change. We, we can't improve the electricity system in Uganda and have stable internet and we <laughs> must deal with it. So yeah, we do our best. And so you also mentioned that September now, it didn't happen for you guys to see each other. So the next time you're going to see each other will be in November this year, right? So you, woman, you will fly over. Yeah. Nice. So when is the date exactly? And are you going to stay for Christmas as well? No, it's from the beginning of November until the end. It's from the 9th November until I think I fly back at the 30th of November. So mostly the most, uh, the, the whole month. Because you didn't celebrate Christmas together yet, right? So there are so many no. first times that are still going to come for you yeah. guys. Never. Yeah. Absolutely. We've never celebrated some of these major yeah. yeah. We did my birthday together this year for the first time. We haven't yes. done Roman's birthdays together. We haven't done Christmas together. We haven't done New Year's. We've mm -hmm. done Valentine's Day. But New Year's and Christmas mm -hmm. are a huge thing, and we haven't had a chance to do that together. And his birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we'll never get odd. I mean, Renata and I were living together since a while already, and it's still, it's still amazing because you don't, you just appreciate it in another way because you didn't have this before. And then um, as soon as you, as soon as you live together, as soon as you have a routine. It just feels different, especially in the beginning. So this is going to be happening next year already? You know what, Christina? We're still not sure. That is the crazy thing about this whole long distance. And that is precisely why we say long distance is not for the faint-hearted. It's only for ninjas. Because you need a certain mindset to handle this. Imagine... We're not even sure what's going to happen at the at the beginning of the next year. We always try to make our own plans, but we've seen it happen where those same plans crash and things don't always turn out the way we want to. So we're still not sure. There's a lot that goes into the the idea that, okay, now we're going to be under one household. The fact that I'm from Africa and Roman is from Germany it makes the whole thing, I feel like it kind of takes away the romance of us, the rom romantic idea of, oh, we're going to be together because pragmatic about it. There's documents to fill out, uh, interviews to take, 
uh, exams mm-hmm. to take. I need to take A1 German. Uh, we need to mm-hmm. apply for the visa. We need interviews. We need to gather documentation from uh, offices in Germany and offices in Uganda. Mm-hmm. All of that, the family is also p- kind of putting on pressure, especially on my side. When is it happening? When are you getting married? Is this guy serious? When are you guys going to be together? Is this even a real relationship that you're having when you're apart the whole time? And then, of course, we have our own personal lives, work, pressures from my work, pressures of Roman and his work. Yeah. All of that tied in. It's crazy. So it's that's why we say only ninjas can handle this. Mm-hmm. And I know you can relate, Christina, because there's so, there's only so many things that the world or the universe can throw at you relationships are hard as it is and if the universe keeps throwing stuff at you they keep throwing it's very easy to crack at some point you're bound to crack mm-hmm. but then if you have that bond that's unbreakable and you come out of all of it solid then it just strengthens the bond and then at that point nothing really can ever come between so that's what we're banking on we don't know where we're going to be at the beginning of next year but we're going to be together <laughs> definitely <laughs> there's some few miles between us but yeah. your hearts are are um, on the right place so your hearts are close to each other and that's the main oh, yes. main thing that's definitely that's yeah just like uh, what you just said Ilya, i can very much relate to this um i mean we were be we were able to to close the distance after two years which is compared to other couples that are in long distance relationships quite a short time to be honest but but then we also didn't know when this is going to happen and if this is going to happen and we also had days where we were both like why are we even doing this but then we knew obviously why we're doing this but sometimes you just have like this little question in in your head and you you are able to to push it away exactly is it all worth it which is which is crazy to think about and obviously you shouldn't think about it but it just happens naturally and then if you have such a day i mean what i did i would explain it to to nacho and he was strong for me when i was weak and this is exactly what you were just describing Billy, and also roman that you you have days where you can't handle all at once but you know okay I have someone to talk about it and this person will be strong for me and then in the end it will be all right problem is only if both are having a weak moment or weak even weak weeks you know what i mean mm-hmm. um yes. where where the energy is is not there anymore the energy just gets swallowed yeah. um somehow in a big hole and then i think this is also when those thoughts are going to be more intense of hey are we actually capable of doing this but you definitely don't have this so yeah i mean yeah we try to avoid it <laughs> but just because we're not saying it doesn't mean we're not thinking it maybe <laughs> i think it's only human it's a it completely is. natural human response to any adverse situation i think yeah, what matters and, is and on the other side no? so you both say it's natural to have these feelings and it's when you see it on from this perspective it helps you get back the focus yes it's worth it so get your your stuff done and try to get back on the line to to 
focus and get the goal that uh, in the end we are together. So self-reminder, yes, okay, I'm still on and I want to do this and that's why I work my ass off and I want to have this person in my life. I want to have this person next to me. Yes, this one there. And that's why I do all of this and it's worth it. And mm. I think it's important to, to question yourself, especially when you have this, this long distance for such a long time. Yeah, uh, especially yeah. if you don't know when you'll be able to close the distance. But if, like, just let's just imagine if, if everything goes according to plan, I'm crossing fingers that everything will go according to plan. Your plan A is to eventually move together in 2022, or yeah. what is your plan exactly? Definitely 2022, absolutely, uh, yeah. as soon as possible. Uh, we want to have our wedding on our anniversary day. Mm -hmm. So if we can have that, then that would be great. That's April 22nd, but it all depends on the visa process and how long it takes. It yeah. takes usually anywhere between three months to six months to a year. Okay. In some, in some situations, but we're hoping that it's going to be a lot shorter than that. So that in yeah. April we can, yeah, have a little time. Yeah. And <laughs> Uh, so our experience with the German uh, offices and embassies, normally when you all have all your stuff together and sorted out and you can show them every document you must show and you be nice and kind. Yeah. And then normally you, you don't have a problem. The only advice I can give you, make sure that whatever information they're giving you they have to write it down in an email also, whatever, because this yeah. is what we have learned. Only what's written is proof because on the other hand, they can basically give you false information or yeah. just information that are half true and you don't have proof. And you're like, but one week ago, yeah. I talked to Mr. So-and-so. So why did things ch suddenly change? Like, what did I do? Yes, and <laughs> why do I need a different document uh, after all? Or why does it do, uh, why does it have to be a different process after all? So what we did when we took care of Nacho's visa, because we, we've learned from our mistakes, we made sure whatever it was that we had emails of the mm. process of the things we had to deliver, you know, just to make sure to, to show them like, Hey, we know that this is the way to go and we want this and give this to us because we know it works. So, and be yeah. stubborn <laughs> because Germany, yes, when, when it, it comes to, yeah, perfect. Perfect. It's, uh, very important to have yeah. not only a phone call and at every phone call, we say, please send it via email. So we have it yeah. to remind and have it black on white yeah <laughs> that's what's count <laughs> yeah yeah so it will yeah and uh it's like like uh, delia said it takes a bit away the the romance about this stuff but it's on us to to bring it back and it's on us to find ways to have our romance um moments and 
keep this uh, alive. So mm -hmm. I love to to do this and find find ways to to surprise my girl and to pleasure her and so for me it's an exciting stuff to to find some ways even when we start something and you always talk about yeah you must do this and we must have document a point five six eight whatever and yeah it's very important to say okay this is our date night uh, tomorrow mm -hmm. and we are not allowed to talk about something official or work or something we do only this and this and i've planned something and whatever mm -hmm. even when it's um uh, something small mm. yeah so that yeah. this is not going to to take over part of your most most of your relationship the the pressure paperwork the yes. also yeah. um yeah the the pressure in general will we be able for example key november most probably you'll be able to see each other again but mm -hmm. um then what you just said delia in the end um it doesn't always work out the exact same way you wish it to to work out but also not to get frustrated about it in the moment it's okay yes but not on the long run so it yes. will not affect your relationship so yeah. that you oh, make yeah. sure that you are paying like 100,000% attention to your relationship as, as itself like you as a couple and not only the things you have to get in order to make it work absolutely yeah i love that yeah yeah i love that that's actually so for everyone who's listening uh, right now please take this as a very 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 good advice because uh <laughs> Natasha and i we have been there and i remember when our wedding so when we were close to our wedding i was um, a little bit crazy i would say for a couple of months and i wasn't even um able to enjoy the little moments I had with Nacha anymore because in my head I just had like okay is this all going to work out with papers how is the wedding going to be what's going to happen afterwards and nowadays I totally yeah. regret that I wasn't in the moment that I couldn't enjoy the little time yeah. I had with Nacha especially before we got married um, because I was worried about so many things so I wish we would have had days where we just um where it's just him and me Uh, where we just talk about um, in general about about our relationship like about daily things except paperwork and hey how is it going to be afterwards when are we going yeah. to do stuff like yeah. this because it just makes you mad and crazy at some point um, so yeah. try to choose romance and Delia's way because that's so much better than what we did <laughs> at that point <laughs> definitely Yeah. So um, you were talking about, Elia, that um, your family is also asking, like, hey, when is it going to happen? So I guess they're quite curious and they want to be involved and everything in the next step. Um, you mentioned last time we've talked that your mom loves Oman. So she's she's totally accepting him. Um, but do you feel like this is going or this is adding an additional? pressure on your end especially 
that uh, family is always asking, hey, what's going on between you guys? Or is it more like, okay, I know what's between us and we make it work and I don't have to explain it to anyone else? Oh, Africans, African families, that last statement you just made does not ever exist. It doesn't matter <laughs> if you're 40 years old or if you're 50 or 60. They are entitled to the details, to everything. <laughs> and okay. they demand explanation. And everyone has an opinion for everything. <laughs> they demand explanations and everything. But no, I mean... I think there's not that big of a pressure outside of the normal pressure. Obviously, I'm going through this for the first time, so it's pressure to me. But my elder, I'm the last born in my family, so my bigger sisters, they all say like, oh, yeah, girl, that is normal. Like, they're going to ask, they're going to dissect everything they need to know, and you need to give them the information because that's just the way it is. Uh, so, but the upside to that is that... Okay, so we, we were planning to have the Western wedding in Germany in April, but the traditional wedding is actually happening this November, the Ugandan, the African one. Oh. The, the Kwanjula. Yes. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so we are in the middle, knee deep in the planning process and the upside to a culture where, so there's, advantages and disadvantages to this the disadvantages there's pressure everyone is in your business and you can't stand it but the advantage to that is you uh, ugandan families especially in my tribe the baganda they are very hands-on in the planning process we plan as a family they they plan every detail like uh-huh where are you getting the dress let's see so how much is the dress which uncle can take care of the dress okay done uh where are the napkins okay which auntie is taking care of the napkins and the chairs done so we plan as a family it takes off a lot of the pressure from yeah. the couple otherwise we you know you think about affordability That's why you're able to see these lavish African weddings. If you Google African weddings, you're always going to see lavish things because the couple doesn't take care of that on their own. The entire family comes into it and crowdfunds the entire thing, which is great. You feel, you feel part of something big. You don't feel left alone in the process. And they all celebrate with you because they feel like they have a stake. It's like they've invested. It's like investing in a company. They've invested into it. <laughs> so they have a stake in your relationship. So if they ask you what's going on, mm -hmm, is Roman treating you good? You better give them an answer because they have a stake in this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another upside to that is that that is what usually binds African marriages divorce is very rare in Africa because of this after everyone is involved how are you then going to come and tell everybody yeah, everybody guys we're calling it quits you have a lot of people to answer to and it's not just announcing it's explaining everyone will have their advice it's a it's a lot so I think a lot of the couples here it's not that they're it's not that everyone is is um It's not that everyone here is in successful marriages, but they think about how they're going to answer to every single family member. And, you know, families here are very big. I think they, that, that alone is enough for them to be like, you know what, 
let's just keep going. <laughs> mm-hmm. So somebody always thinks twice before they call it. Cause, and I, in my in my opinion, that is a, I think it's an ad, an advantage because then it gives you a chance to, uh, focus, uh, try to make it work, and you know, take take a second thought on it and see what else you can do to make it work. Yeah, but. Yeah, the whole family is definitely involved and yeah, it's good and it's also bad, but it's mostly good. Mm, mm. Yeah. It's it just sounds so different to what uh, Roman and I are used to, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is really the very exciting part for me and I think it's for us to have this uh, intercultural um um, relationship that we can have both. Mm. Mm. So you you blended in. So you you yeah you're going to like oh. to Roman is like a sponge. He just soaks everything up. You would think he's been living in Uganda for 20 years. He, yeah, he's very adaptable. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> yeah, before you joined, we we talked about driving in in Uganda. And how I love it to drive there in this crazy town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, ah, and in the beginning, he thought that this is going to be an issue, you know, driving on the wrong side, on, on the left side, and also having the, the steering wheel on the wrong side. But then he was like, yeah. okay, I could get used to it. So he was actually yeah, super excited about driving. Much more easier than I thought. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm not afraid to to try out some something. So how is it going to be for you, Delia? Um, I mean, if you think about it, because next step would also be after. By the way, you are going to get married in in Germany, most probably in April. Crossing fingers to that, 22nd yeah. of April. Yeah. And then um, the visa process is most probably going to take a while and everything. And then as soon as you have the papers, you're going to move to to Germany, right, Delia? Yes, but we shall maintain a home here as well because I have a startup here that I founded and that I'm running. So the issue of long distance, I don't know if we'll ever stop being long distance, honestly. But I do think a time is going to come where we shall, instead of traveling uh, back and forth apart and staying apart and coming together, my hope is that a time will come where We shall continue to travel back and forth, yes, but together. Yeah, this is our biggest goal, long distance goal. Yeah. How how would it look like? Um, so you're going to have a home in in Germany. I'm I'm just very curious. I hope that's fine. Uh, you're yes. going to have a home in Germany and then a home in Uganda as well. Yes, right. So yes, I live here with my family at a big uh, farm. And we started to to um, build up here some some uh, flats and houses. And I live here for a, a very cheap rent, so it's very good. And um, the same we do in 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 Uganda. We have there an apartment that we rent out. And when we are not there, we can rent it out maybe as an Airbnb or something, so that some income comes from there and when we 
no, okay, we are moving to Uganda. We block it for us for the time when we stay there and we move back and forth. A half year there and then the other half, half a year in Uganda or depends on how things are working out. Yeah. How it, no, that's, that depends on um, how often Delia must be in, in mm -hmm. Uganda. And yeah, for the first time, it will be that uh, I'm an employee and I have uh, a specific amount of uh, days free time from work. In the beginning, it will be like this, but it will be much more together than before. So mm. I'm not yes. worried. I'm excited for next year. Me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> just you know what? What I love, what I just love, and that just crossed my mind because um the last no the first time we've talked was um I think it was end of July if I remember correct no end of June when mm -hmm. and I were in Prague when I had the first video call with you guys yeah. and now it's the 19th of September already so it's like almost three months later and I feel like yes. even though if it's just a short time period you know so much happened in your lives already so much it's so crazy <laughs> every day is something new on top exactly and and you deal with all this you also grow together and what I just love is also, um, for example, the couples we've interviewed one year ago, seeing where they are nowadays and yeah. following their stats and, and realizing yeah. that even though like it's, it's just it's just amazing what what's going to happen in your lives within the next six months, because just imagine how how many things have changed in the past yeah. few few years already for you guys, you know. And yeah. um, this is what I love so much. And this is why I'm like, hey, I want to know what's going on because <laughs> I want to be part of this. This is just like, it's, it's like it's a story no one can invent. It's it's like, it's it's crazy. Yes. Um, this is the, yeah. the story only lives can write. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I hope uh, you guys will keep me posted, um, but oh, I yes. hope that I'll Maybe. see a little bit more about you on Instagram as well. I know that you do have some projects you're working on together as well. Yeah. yeah. Are you allowed to talk about it already or is it still a secret? No, it's still a secret project, but yes. uh, as soon <laughs> as possible, when we get the goal, we will spread it out. But, we'll let um, you know first, Christina. <laughs> yeah. It's still a secret project. It's uh, mm -hmm. it becomes maybe a bit more bigger than expected. Okay. But uh, we are not allowed to give uh, more details right now. When are you allowed to give more details? <laughs> yeah, hopefully, as soon as possible. We what don't know as yet. As soon as possible. <laughs> Probably the beginning of the year. You want to spread it out? Okay, okay. I'm just so curious. I know. <laughs> because we we connected on on Instagram, um, like I connect with almost uh, every couple there, and um, I just see that. I mean, and you guys were telling me as well that there's still like a few things you're working on. Um, Besides of everything else going on in your lives, yeah. obviously. 
and um i was just like i kind of feel feel connected to you guys so i kind of want to see what are you doing what are you up to you know and then i see that on instagram there are a few things happening but for example you don't have um any any stories um because i also know that you just have a little time on hand right now so what you do is you post a quote every day on instagram and sometimes a few pictures but that's it so i'm just dying to know what's going on like <laughs> no, we've been being... so overwhelmed lately we've been so overwhelmed lately with uh, the planning of the weddings two weddings that we're planning at the same time my startup roman's work it's very overwhelming uh, it kills us we want to be back on instagram soon so but for the secret project we can't obviously say anything yet but we hope to be posting more content on our instagram soon yeah so maybe we could kill that curiosity christina a little bit maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah i hope you still like me but i'm just like especially when it comes to things like this because this is obviously I, after having so many interviews, um, this became my my passion uh, to talk to guys like you and Aww. seeing how different cultures are blending in. And I, I feel like it's just so cool to see, as I said before, how two souls are just growing together, following a goal, and then also working on projects and secret projects together. So like, <laughs> just, yeah. It's just like... Okay, I kind of want to know, but okay, I'm gonna wait, and then um, as soon as you're allowed to make it public, we let you know. Perfect. And um, if anything, if if you give me the okay, I'm going to share it as well to with everyone who's listening right now, um, because I can yeah. imagine it's going to be a big deal. It's going to be huge. Talking talking about your business, Delia, as well, because you said that you're you're very busy, and with that, I kind of want to get to to an end of the conversation uh, as well. Roman was telling me, I didn't know that Roman was telling me what you're doing, and I am yeah. so amazed that I also want to know more about that. So I'm a founder and CEO of a med tech startup called My Musawo. Musawo in my language means doctor. So it's basically mm -hmm. an app for doctors. Uh, we're trying to bridge the information and quality services gap here in Uganda. So we're developing the app right now. It's still not out yet. But whilst, while we're developing it, we've already started it, uh, started with our marketing, um, sharing value and free medical and health advice on all our social platforms, on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok, my Musawo. So that's basically what we're doing. I just gathered all my doctor friends that we went to medical school with. My background is in medicine. Uh, so all my friends that we went, I went to med school with, all my friends that I met along the way while working in the hospital, I, uh, you know, got them together and, um, yeah, we're trying to bridge the gap, the health, mm. quali quality healthcare and information gap here in Uganda. Maybe you can give a little background information um, about the situation in Uganda, why there is such a gap and why it is important mm -hmm. um, to mm. invent something like this before. Um, so for everyone who to, to get an imagination, what big of a project is it, it is actually, it's not, not just a little thing, it's actually a very big deal. 
Yes. Well, our healthcare system, I, I would say, is not the best. It could be better, definitely. We have a very good educational system. So you have a lot of very well-educated and passionate doctors coming out of the education system. But when they join the workforce, they get kind of demotivated because they don't get paid well. Uh, they don't get paid regularly. They end up having to take on second, third, fourth, fifth, five, six jobs just to pay bills. And you find them working at this clinic from 8 to 10, and then this clinic from 10 to 11, and then that clinic from 12 to 3. And it's a lot for them. Or the ones that manage to get some income or get a loan, they could start a clinic or start a hospital, but they're not trained in uh, finance or entrepreneurship or business. So there's a lot of pressure on them as well. And then they slowly start, you slowly start to see that they, the shift on the focus on them doing what they do best, which is treat, right? Take care of people's lives and healthcare. You start to see a shift because they're human beings. And at some point a human needs to take care of themselves and their family. So then with all those pressures together, they start shifting off from what they do best. And then that affects the entire healthcare system. Uh, because of course they're not motivated. They're not being paid well. Uh, the uh, the hospitals are not as well equipped as they should be. I can go on and on about what a healthcare system looks like in a developing country. But um, yes, so there's a gap there and that is the problem and we're trying to solve it <laughs> in a nutshell. Yes. So it's taking a lot of my time now. That's why I've not been so active on Instagram. I'm more active now on the Maimusawo social platforms. But um, I'm getting to a place where I can at least get a team to help me out so that I can. I like to work on Travel Swirl. It's my happy place. So <laughs> I want to get back to doing that as soon as possible. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And obviously, for everyone who is interested in, I'm going to, to link everything um, in the side notes as well. So Thank you. Yeah, of course, of course, because mm -hmm. if there's something um, you need support with or maybe someone can connect, because uh, I, obviously I can't tell who exactly is listening um, to this podcast yeah. episode, you will find it definitely um, in the link below, because what I've heard is also that you do need people supporting you, helping you and working on, on this bigger goal so that you can grow it and also spread um, as soon as, as, as the, the, the application is is done, um, take care of, yes. of the marketing and everything that, that comes with it, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, this is what we've learned in this uh, last years a lot. So what value have connections? And mm -hmm. if, even in Uganda or here, it's the same. Yeah. Yeah, connections always help a lot. You get a long yeah. way with them. That's true. And you, you never know where you get a new connection from. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, maybe some, some of the listeners. So again, if, if this is something you can identify with and you want to get in, in contact with Delia, just go ahead. You will also find um, their Instagram link in the side notes. I mean, the time you have, most of it is invested in in the project you know and in, in helping others and not mm -hmm. only helping others but 
setting a milestone. And this is crazy to think about. It's not only a small thing, it's a huge project. It's something that most probably is going to take a couple of years, but you're committed to to yeah. to do it like 100,000% no matter how time it's going to take no matter how much you have to suffer no matter how many um stones might be thrown in your way and i think when someone has an idea and when someone wants to help others with this idea yeah. it just needs as much support as it can get in order to grow and in order yeah. to to be placed as soon as possible and so that it's going to help as many people as soon as possible um and i'm very very proud of you thank you baby he's my number one biggest fan (laughs) he's amazing (laughs) yeah i know i know I know. We've talked about you before you before you logged Aww. in and he was like last time he was all over the place when talking about you Aww. with a big smile and I was like, okay, he's like just the biggest cheerleader. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, we talked about um Delia's a project. Um Roman, you are working full time. You are um is it kindergartener in in english or educator in a childcare home in a foster yeah yeah and you just have a specific amount of holidays per per year um as it's yeah normal in germany because i have shift work so i normally work 24 hours so i I started monday and uh, and monday at 12 and on tuesday at 12 12 30 i quit so I stay the 24 hours there, have the whole day with the kids, the 10 kids. We have 10 places in my group, in my house. They live there. It's their number one place to be. Some of them have contact to their um, families, but not all of mm. them. And I am share their whole day with them, educate them wherever I can and uh, be there for them yeah mm. so you're leaving you're leaving footprints as well by um changing the life of of those kids and being the number yes. person to go to hopefully show them uh, most of the time a better way to to live and to to conquer all this uh, stuff that comes up yeah with them and especially when they come to us they have most of the time the first time where they can start to breathe and start to to rehab and to process all this shit that happened to them Mm. so the first thing you must learn is that not to to um have the hope that everything goes now in the best way because mm. they start to to process all this shit they work with and this takes time and they must have the the time and the place to freak out and do whatever they want and mm. you be there and and help them to to come back in line it's it's a lot to take in i mean to think this type of profession Obviously, you have to be a very strong person yourself as well in order to to deal with all this as well. Because you said, like, 
Yes. Obviously, they all have a background and um, they had to deal with a lot in their lives and their young lives already. Yes, this is the first time you must, uh, first thing you must find out for yourself. Are you capable to, to stand this more than 100 stories and one is better than the other? And that you don't take everything to your home with. Yeah. So, what, but what I see definitely in you guys um, is that you, Roman, and also Delia, you're both very social persons when it comes to believing that with what you're doing, um, you will impact at least a few people surrounding you. Obviously, you can't save the whole world, but impacting yeah. just a few. And then it's in most cases, it's like a domino effect. So you never know what um, effect it will have on the long run, also on others that you don't affect yeah. directly, you know. And I just see you guys as soon as, as you are together, because I can only imagine what an energy it is when you guys are together physic physically, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even though if you are different, there are two different nationalities. But yes. I guess when you just come together, it's just like like an explosion, and it's like a lot of energy. And <laughs> I'm so just so so excited where where the next few months and the next few years are going to lead you, um, because yeah. what I see is definitely that you will leave footprints, um, especially yeah. when you're together by supporting each other, by being there for each other, and. I really can't wait to see where this is going to lead you guys. I'm so happy that you guys met. <laughs> I'm so happy that yeah. we guys met as well, um, you that do. you shared your story. Thank you. <laughs> your Thank story you. with everyone who's listening. And um, yeah. Thank you so much, Christina. Yeah, that means a lot. Much. Thank you so much. Yeah. And <laughs> we keep you up, up uh, updated and um, as soon as possible, we are back in line with the travels world. We have some plans for it and okay. we will work on it. Okay. So one day I will wake up and I'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that. <laughs> yeah. So guys, is there anything else you would like to share before we hang up? Um. Maybe just to encourage all the long distance relationships out there to never give up. You'd rather be 6,000 miles apart, but with your soulmate. You know who your soulmate is. It's true love. There's no doubt in your mind than be with somebody in the same house who is pretty much a stranger, right? So at all costs, do whatever it takes. But hang in there and just let the love win because in the end, love always wins. Yeah, and don't be afraid of to, at least to try it. I'm so happy that we never gave up in the early yes. days where we start to think about, is there a chance? Is there something that we both say, okay, we give this a chance and it will succeed in the end. And I'm so proud that we've done it. And with every thing that comes up and brings you some hurdles in your line, you grow together. And yes. 
I never wanna wanna lose a chance to have this anymore. And this is the love story of Delia and Roman. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoy talking to them. And if you like what we're doing, please feel free to leave us a rating on iTunes or wherever you're listening to us. That would be amazing and highly appreciated. By the way, what I am trying to do as well is to follow up with the couples we have talked to so far. And if few things happened in the life of the one or the other couple I had or we had the honor to interview the past few months. And obviously, we keep you posted. I hope that I'll be able to keep you posted what's going on with Delia and Roman and their secret project. I'm dying to learn more about it. But anyway, we'll figure it out. I'm on it. <laughs> Please take care and um, yes, hear you in two weeks for the next episode. So stay tuned and have a lovely morning, a lovely afternoon or a lovely night wherever you are right now and wherever you're listening to us.